Okay, we are at the top of Daf Kafbet Amad Aleph. You have some great agalata for the first half of the Amad, and then uh, some tactical gemara that's actually also pretty interesting, I think. Okay, we uh, we're in the middle of this discussion about uh, these three individuals who have uh, greetings from the yeshiva Shalmala, right? We had this person named uh, what was his name? I keep I keep blanking on his name. The Abba Umna, right? Abba Umna, the uh, the blood leather. We have Abaye and Rava. So Abba Umna, we saw got greetings every single day. Abaye got greetings every single Arab Shabbos, and Rava gets greetings Arab Yom Kippur. So Gemara said as follows: When the, when the lines get wide here, it says So you know it's natural to have some sort of uh, jealousy. You know, uh, Rava was half upset because of Abaye, when he, he knew that Abaye gets his greeting every Arab Shabbos, whatever that means, but he only gets it once a year, so he felt like, what's going on? So Amr later said to him, second one line, Mistayach, it's enough for you to come magni to Kula Karcha. You are protecting the entire city. I mean, like, don't be so upset, you know what I mean? Like, uh, there things, plenty of good things are happening because of you. Don't get upset just because the Yeshiva Shemal that's going to busy you. Okay. Now the Gemara tells the following interesting story. Rabbi Broga, Choza, Habeshliach, Peshukah, Debei Lafet. So Rabbi Broga, he was a Choza. Choza means like a seer. I don't know if he had some type of, uh, well, you'll see what happens. So he was, uh, he used to be commonly found in the market of Bei Lafet. Habeshliach, Elio Gaben. Elio Hanavi used to be commonly found by him. He used to like hang out with Elio Hanavi. Okay, pretty cool. Amr Lay, so Rabbi uh, Broga said to him, Anybody in the shuk ben olam haba? Anybody here deserving olam haba? So Amr lay lo. He said no, no one here. Now I don't know if that meant excluding Rabbi Broker, including Rabbi Broker, and not including Rabbi Broker. But either way, he's like no. Anyhow, the hachi b'hachi chaza lehu gavra. So you know, as time went by, he saw a certain individual to have a siyim misami uchme. He was wearing black shoes and. Um, Wearing black shoes, Rashi says, It was not the, n- the normal Jewish practice to wear black shoes. I know. Things totally change, right? It's so bizarre. And he didn't put a trevet string on his garments. Okay, so he wasn't, but he had weird black shoes. He didn't wear tzitzes, basically. So what's going here? So Amar Lay, so he broke said to Elio Navi, Hi, Bar Amada, to you. This is a guy, this has been on my I understand. This guy, like, he doesn't look like a firm Jew at all. Right? He has none of the trappings of a firm Jew. And yet he's the guy, you know, it's like saying, like, oh, at the Koto, anybody here about Alam Abba? It's like the guy who wears, like, the ridiculous, you know, Koto Kippah with tattoos, you know, and you're like, this guy doesn't look even Jewish, even forget about from. And uh, this is the Ben Alam Abba. So Rahad Batre, so he ran after him. Amrle, my Ubdach, he says, what is your job? What do you do? Amrle, Zil Ha'idna Vitalam Acha, he says, uh, he says, um, Go now and come back tomorrow. Okay, I'm not gonna tell you now. The Machar Amalei Ma'ubdach. Next day came back to him. He said, "What do you do?" Amalei Zandukana Ana. I am a jailer. The Asarna Gavri Luchud Benashi Luchud. Keeping up a little bit of the theme from yesterday. One of the things I do as a jailer is I keep men separate and women separate. The Ramina Purai Ben Hani Lahani, and I put my bed between these and these. Now I don't know exactly what their situation was at the jail. It sounds like it's one big room. Or something like that, and there would be a lot of opportunity for interaction between men and women, presumably uh, inappropriate interaction. And he makes sure that everything stays kosher in the jail. They don't come to any type of iser when they're involved. And also, when I see a, uh, a Jewish girl who the non-Jewish men are like giving uh, the look to, like they're giving sort of like you know giving her the eye, that that's, maybe they'll do something wrong. I, uh, I'm most nefesh. I'm willing to like you know uh, sacrifice myself so that like risk my risk myself to save her.
Anyhow, just a little story. Yom Echad Havad Nara Mora Sagaban. One time we had this young uh, betrothed woman. To Yavu Banachimina. He would be Nachim or uh, giving her the eye. Shakle Dordaya Dechamra. So I took a, uh, like the dregs of the wine. Vishadayla Bishibula. And I threw it on like the bottom of her dress. Amri and I, and I said, Distanahi. Or they said, I go, oh, she must be uh, menstruating. Like they gave the impression that she was menstruating, so they would be turned off by that. You know, maybe even they had that, uh, that, uh, I don't know if they had it from a religious perspective, or maybe it just like seems like gross. So they didn't want to be, you know, be with her, and that, and that was a way he could protect her. Okay, so uh, fine. So this is the type of thing that this guy does that and that wins him, uh, that earns him olam haba. So Amr Leisher, he broke his head to him. And my time of leila chute, rami misani Okay, but that's very nice. He says, but I don't understand. Why don't you wear? Why don't you wear tefillah? Why don't you wear tzitzis? And why are you wearing these black shoes like the non-Jews? I don't get what's going on here. What's with your outfit? Amr Leisher, so I go up and I go out uh, and hang around with the with the non-Jews. So they don't know I'm a Jew. So then when they declare um, like some type of decree against the Jews, like they make something pronounced, like announce a pogrom, whatever it might be, so they'll do it in my presence because they don't realize I'm like one of them, right? And Modana the Rabbanan, I can inform the rabbis and I can inform the rabbis who can endaven and they can be mevatel to the, uh, the decree. Okay? Um, fine. Okay, so that's what, so another, so another amazing thing this guy does is he, he protects the whole Jewish community. So Rabbi says, okay, but there's one more question I have. Why, when I came up to you the first time, you said, go away now, come back tomorrow, you know, and, and you know, so he says, He says, because right at that moment, there was a decree that was in the process of Yamina, and I said to myself, Okay, and I say, I have to go immediately now to the rabbis so they can dive about, about this issue. Uh, right? And then uh, after that, then I was able to, the next day I was able to help you, and that's today I was able to help. Okay? So that's this guy. Now, as they're like sort of having this conversation, Atu Hanach Trey, Ati, or Ache, I should say Ache here, that uh, along the way there are these two other brothers walked into the Shuk. Amar Leitzer, Eliyahu, and Nabi, says, Rebroka, Hanach Nami Bnei Amadu Ati Ninhu. So these guys also are Bnei Olam Haba. So also look at Bayo, so Rebroka went to them. Amalu, my of what do you guys do? Amale, they said to him, anan. We are like jesters. We make the sad people like happy or laugh. Okay? Inami, alternatively, we see two people who have like a conflict you know, among themselves. Tarchinan, we work hard, the Abdina Luhushama, and we make peace between them. Okay, so you see here also. So, so it's interesting, you know, you have this Gemara which talks about, you know, well, ultimately, it's sort of like, what are the big issues? Obviously, you have to keep the mitzvot, right? But but also, what earns your olam haba was these types of things, right? Keep, you know, sort of keeping people pure, let's say, like in a sexual realm, making these little efforts in that sense, protecting the Jewish community. And then you see some of them like, like you know, minor, quote-unquote minor things, making shalom between people, and also um, keeping things a little bit lighthearted when people are down, being able to you know inject, inject a little humor and uh, and you know and light into people's life is also worthy of olam haba. So you see like a really nice balance I think. If you look at all these different things, some things are very serious, some things are sort of like much less quote unquote serious in a certain sense. But you get a good sense of like sort of like these are the things that ultimately bring you to olam haba. Okay. 
But that's enough of that. Moving on. Al elu matriin b'chol makom b'chul. So these are the things we uh, brought the show for you know immediately. Tana rabbanan al elu matriin b'chol makom al ashidafon v'al yarkom v'al arbe v'chasil. So if you saw these things before, I read the shidafon is a certain type of thing that strikes. I think about blight. It strikes. It, it, it strikes uh, the the uh, the. Uh, the grain yarkon also is like uh, like mildew, uh, arbe, locust, chasil, caterpillars, and chayavra. Rabbi Kibomir alashidafon balarkon b'choshu. For these two things, shidafon the yarkon is any amount. And first, you see the first sight of it immediately. You start with the blowing the shofar. Arbe v'chasil afilu lo nerev be'eretz yisrael ela kamal v'chamat yinelin. And when it comes to the locust and the caterpillars, even if you see one wing, uh, we start uh, we start blowing the shofar. I think Rashi points out here that's not what we said before. Before we said it'd be filling the oven or something like that. Um, but I guess the idea is that sort of uh, maybe the Raja doesn't say anything here. Um, but I think the idea would be that like you know just whatever the measure might be, whatever the measure might be, it's just uh, even a small amount. You get this in you know, the the uh, an indication this is coming. We immediately have to respond, and uh, that's very different than sort of like lack of rainfall, which you know it's a, you know, not as immediate uh, a tra- uh, um, um, it's not as immediately a tragedy. Okay, now in the case of Chayara. When we say chayavra, you don't mean anytime you see like a wild animal that all of a sudden you know uh, we have to start uh, having fast days. Okay, it means b'smashah mishulacha. What does mishulacha means? Sent. Rashi says min hashamayim. You have to get the sense that it's sent from heaven. It's like Hashem is sort of sending this chayavra, and that's why it would be relevant to start fast days. Uh, that, so then, um, then matri in the lab. Then we start blowing the shofar. Ain't a mishulacha, ain't matri in the lab. If it's not mishulacha, we don't do that. So Gemara says, the obvious question, the Brightness says, excuse me, Ezo Mishulach, Ezo Eni Mishulach. So what's the difference between heaven sent and not heaven sent? Or meaning more natural. So it's like this. Nirei Dubai'ir, and then we'll analyze the Brightness. Nirei Dubai'ir Mishulach. If you see this wild animal in the city, that's from heaven. Okay, that's sent. Basadeh, Eni Mishulach. But it's in the fields, not necessarily, right? It's not so weird to see, to see like a wolf or a lion in the fields. It's not so crazy. But in the city, they normally when they come to the city, that's strange. Bayom Mishulacha. See, during the daytime, that's sent by Hashem. These animals don't usually come out during the daytime to like appear. But you see them at night. A lot of these animals are nocturnal. It's not so strange to see them at night. Right. Furthermore, if it sees two ant, two people and it chases them, Mishulacha. That's very unusual behavior. Animals don't usually run after people. Usually, animals run away from people. Nechbeid mibnehem, but if it hides from them, in a Mishulacha, it's not sent. This is an interesting one. If it like tears up, like attacks two people, but only let's say eats one of them, then that's mishulacha. We'll see one in a second. Eats both of them is not mishulacha. The idea would be if it eats, if it consumes both people, that means the animal is hungry, right? If the animal is hungry, so okay, so it eats both people. So that's not that's not from heaven. That's just like a hungry animal. But if it eats one and lets one go. That's like a message already. It's like weird. Why are the animal let one go? And I guess you could say, well, it was only a little bit hungry, but. Presumably not. Let's say it goes up to the roof and takes a child from its uh, carriage. That's considered to be unusual, very unusual and strange behavior, and that's not good. Okay, so that's the bright. Kumar says, hold on a second. There's a lot of internal contradictions here within the bright. First, we said if it's used in the city, it's sent from Hashem. doesn't make a difference if it's in the daytime or the nighttime. But then it says, if it's in the daytime, it's sent from uh, heaven. But if it's in the nighttime, it's not heaven. It's, it's more natural. So uh, which one is it? This is how we should understand it. If you see an animal, a wild animal in the city during the day, that's Mishulacha. Okay, but in the city at night, it's not. 
mean, that'd be a, it's still okay. It's not so weird because the whole city shuts, shuts, shuts down, so they're able to walk through the city at night. Not so weird. But inami abasadem afilu bayom in the mishlaga. But the daytime, um, I'm sorry, in the field, even in the day, there's not not that big. Okay, skip the rest. Okay, it says if it sees two people and it chases them, that's Mishulacha. If it stands still, it just like watches them, that's not Mishulacha. But behold, Amr Benanah said, If it hides from them, it's not Mishulacha, which implies, If it stands still, it is Mishulacha. So, which is it? It's standing still, Mishulacha, not Mishulacha. Where it says, Lo kasha. says, one has to do with a field that's next to like a swamp. And one's but it's not next to the swamp. What do we mean? So Rashi explains if it's next to the swamp, so um, it has an, it has the it, has, it knows it has like an escape route. Okay. So there, if it's standing still, it would still be mishulacha. I think that's what we're saying. Rashi would say, right? Uh, yeah. But so amda Oh, sorry, ena mishulacha. The cave and lagam hainu revita below barcha savar iati batray. Arikna Agamiyad. One second. So it, it knows it can run away. Okay. One second. But Sadesh Enes Mukhalagam Amta Mishulachat. Right. I'm talking about Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. It's saying like this. If it's next to the Agam, so just standing still. Then it's that's uh, that's not mishulacha. That's just normal, right? Because it knows, like it's gonna, like it's normal behavior for the animal because the animal knows it has the escape route. Meaning that's a, the key. The animals generally are assumed not to want to interact with humans. So to stand still is a little bit bizarre. But if it has this escape route, they can just go into the marsh and it knows it'll be protected. It doesn't think the people will be able to catch it there, so they're fine. But if there's no agam there, so what's the animal just doing, like standing there? That's very strange. It should really run away. So then if it's standing still, that's creepy. Okay, and that's mishulacha. Okay. Now moving on. So we said if it kills one, it's not. It's uh, that's unusual. But kills both, it's not. But we said even if it chases after them, it's gonna be a problem. So I'm a rabba. Kitania he beagman. I was talking about in an agam. The same idea. I mean, an agam. It's it's more of a, a natural thing. Okay. Now, kufa alta lagag v'tala v'netolat tinog marita mishulacha. The Gemara says pshita. That should be obvious. That's mishulacha. It's climbing up to a roof and taking a baby out of the crib. That's very unusual. I'm a rabba. Kikuche tzaydei. Now we're talking about in the situation where the roof here is not like a roof of a house. It's like a hunter's. You know, something they have the hunters that like climb up these like I don't know what you call them. Uh, like yeah, kind of like that, right? Like you have like in a tree, a little thing set up. So if they climb up into that, and they think, I guess you keep the baby with you, I guess while you're hunting. I don't know. If they climb up to that. That's weird. But in the but in the house, but that that's a, I should say that's actually that's the chiddush. That's the chiddush. That even that would be considered to be weird. But in a, in a house for sure. Okay. Furthermore, we'll get stuck in the middle here, but it says, that when the sword passes through the town, meaning like the legions of armies are coming through, so that also, you, you blow the shofar immediately. So, when we're talking about the sword passing through, obviously it means if it's a sword that's not of peace. If it's like an attacking army, of course you have to blow the shofar immediately. Okay, that means even if there's a, uh, the, the army is passing through and it's ostensibly peaceful, you still blow the truth, the, the shofar. Why? Because there's no more peaceful sword or army passing through than Paro back in Sefer Melachim. But nonetheless, the king Yoshiyahu failed in that uh, interaction. Shnemar just says, 
Okay, so we'll see more description. That pasuk essentially is saying, remember the story was, Parindokho wanted to pass through the land of Israel on his way to uh, attack the northern kingdom, like, like you know, Ashur or whatever it is. And, and, uh, and, and then Yoshiao said no. Yosho refused to let them pass through, even though they were going to be very peaceful, and in the end, Yosho gets killed. Okay? So it doesn't work out well. The point is that it, even though what started out as very peaceful, ended up being uh, not very peaceful at all. And that's what we're saying. We'll, we'll analyze the Pesukim here. The Pesukim is saying, the Pesukim here is that, that the king, pardon the is saying to him, he says, Master is saying, like, why, like, you know, don't, uh, like, there's no issue here. I'm just going to my, 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 uh, my, I'm just going to my, like, battle. Um, and God sort of, like, wants me to go do it, and don't, like, stop, you know, me and my God, you know, from uh, allowing us to carry it out. And that's what you should, but Yosha doesn't listen. He ends up doing it. Okay, so we'll stop here. We'll continue tomorrow.